This is the Virtual Assistant Advantage Podcast, the podcast for Christian virtual assistants and the ministry leaders, business owners, and bloggers who hire them. Learn the tips, tricks, and advantages of working together. I'm your host, longtime virtual assistant and virtual assistant coach, Alicia Avant. Welcome to, to the podcast of the Virtual Assistant Advantage Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Avant, and today we are going to be talking about what does it mean to be a subcontractor. So, as a virtual assistant, you are considered a independent contractor. Basically, you work for yourself. You will take care of your own taxes and income and all those types of things. You have to keep up with all of that yourself and you pay self-employment tax. But what does it mean to be a subcontractor and how can you benefit from this? There are some questions I'm going to answer today about subcontracting as a VA and these questions include the following. What is a subcontractor? How to find work as a subcontractor? What is the pay for a subcontractor in comparison, of course, to just being an independent contractor? And what are the benefits of being a subcontractor? So I wanted to share with you a little bit about my background um, in subcontracting and the experience that I've had with it. So you'll kind of know where I'm coming from. So as a virtual assistant, when I first started um, my business, I didn't even realize what a subcontractor was or if those opportunities were out there. That was not something that I was um, aware of. And as time went on, I noticed on some forums and in some Facebook groups that people were talking about subbing out work or needing to contract out some work to other people. Maybe they were doing it because they didn't have the skills that were needed. Sometimes they were doing it because they didn't have the time to work on that particular task or to take on another client, but yet they still wanted to work with the client. So that's kind of my experience because I began doing some subbing and I've also hired some subcontractors in my own business in an effort to make Um, being able to make a little bit more income. And the reason being is that as a subcontractor, you're working for another virtual assistant, or many times people will create what is called a virtual assistant agency, where their their main job as the owner of that virtual assistant agency is they work with the client and line up the work and then they delegate it to these subcontractors that they have, these other VAs that they have that actually do the work. So they are more in a managing management position. And then they have these contractors or subcontractors that actually perform the task and do the work in the business. I have worked for virtual assistant agencies in the past where they subbed the work out to different subcontractors and we each basically took jobs based on our skill set. So for example, I worked on a team of virtual assistants where I did tasks that were just related to WordPress because I had WordPress expertise. 
the rate that I was able to get for that job um, working under a team was a little bit less than the rate that I charge as a VA myself, but I was not having to look for the work. I was merely showing up and being available to do the task that the agency had. And so in that way, it was very, very beneficial to me because I didn't have to look for clients. I just had to show up and do the work. So basically, that is what a subcontractor does. The next question that I was answering is how to find work as a subcontractor. If you are in a lot of the virtual assistant Facebook groups, forums, and things like that, you can find where virtual assistant agencies or other VAs are looking for people to subcontract out work to. This is very common. Many times they are looking to bring new team members onto their team of VAs, and you can apply and become a subcontractor. It is very, very common in the industry these days, and it's pretty easy to find work as a sub. What is the pay for a subcontractor? The pay for a subcontractor, as I was sharing, is oftentimes a little bit less than you might charge a client yourself. And the reason being is that they are taking a portion of the fee. So, for example, if they are, if the agency or team is having the client pay them $50 an hour, they might pay you $25 or $30 an hour so that they are making money for their handling cost of running the business. And therefore, you're going to make a little bit less than you would if you were working one-on-one with the client. But as I was sharing before, and as I'm going to share now with this what are the benefits of being a sub, you're not going to, number one, you're not going to have to find the client work. You're simply going to show up and do the work. Number two, you're not going to have to communicate with the client. So if you find communication difficult for you, maybe you, um, you know, don't like the process of having to go back and forth with the client on issues and different things, you might want a sub because, You never have to deal with the client one-on-one in most cases. And another benefit is that you don't have to deal with all the many things that it takes to work, establish a working relationship with a client. So you don't have to deal with contracts or communication or their issues that they have. I mean, you're pretty much insulated from that because you're basically working with the team or with the agency and you're not working with the client one-on-one. It really super depends on what you're looking for. Um, Some of the drawbacks, in my opinion, or the negatives of working as a subcontractor are that you are making a little less per person or per, you know, per hour. Secondly, you do not have control over your time. The, the freedom, the time freedom is not as, not there as much as if you are working for your own clients because when you work for your own clients, you're, share, you're deciding when you're going to work and you share with your client sort of your 
expectations, when you work, your schedule, and you have that complete control over that because that's your business. But when you're subbing, it is a lot like, even though it is a contract position and you are getting paid for the by the hour and you're not in a job, it is still very much like working for someone else because they set the expectations, they will set the deadlines, and that sort of thing. So there, there is some negatives, if you will, or there are some not so great parts about working as a subcontractor because you do have to meet their deadlines, their demands, and you're working on their schedule rather than your own. But... You just have to weigh the pros and cons for yourself in in your own life and business to see if it's worth it. Some other benefits of working as a subcontractor is that you are a that helps you to gain a lot of on the job experience working with different clients without having to actually have that one on one, but you get a ton of experience. You can learn from others on the team that you're working with. You can learn from the VA who is in charge of the agency. It is great on the job training and learning that you probably won't get anywhere else, but subbing allows that to happen. So being a subcontractor can be super beneficial to you. I oftentimes did it because it allowed me to learn things that I might not have learned otherwise. It allowed me to kind of get a peek inside someone else's business and how they ran it and learn from that experience, benefit from that experience. And also, it many times would help me to kind of supplement my income from the clients that I personally had already without having to go out and seek clients new clients for myself. So those were the reasons that I personally chose to subcontract for a while in my business and why in the same regard, I benefited from subbing work out to subcontractors in the past as well because it allowed me to take on more clients, get more work and income, but without having to do all the work myself. I could sub out different pieces And when you're subbing, you oftentimes are able to sub out or to work as a sub in a very specific, narrowed down niche or or, skill set where you specialize, you're able to specialize or you're able to contract out to these subs skills that maybe you don't have or you, or even like, for example, one of the things that I subbed out to other VAs as subs for me was those areas and skills that maybe I had this skill, but it wasn't one of my favorite things to do. So therefore, I could sub out those jobs that I didn't really enjoy so much, but I did, I could do it, but I didn't want to do it, if that makes sense. So those are just some of the benefits of subbing whether you're doing it yourself, you're choosing to sub for someone else, or you decide to hire subcontractors in your own virtual assistant business. It is a great way to make extra income either way you handle it. One of the things that I do want to be um, for you to be aware of is that you want to be upfront with your clients about the fact that you are subbing to other people. 
I never wanted my clients to think I was doing the work when I was actually subbing it to someone else. So those times that I did have subcontractors in my business, I was very upfront with my clients about, hey, I've started subbing out XYZ in my business. Someone else might be working on your project. And I just wanted you to be aware of that. But they are working under me and I am supervising their work. So those are just some things to think about. I wanted to, before we wrap up this week's episode of the Virtual Assistant Advantage podcast, to point out to you that there is um, a lot of resources on the website at aliciaavantandcompany.com. One of those resources that I wanted to point out today is called 300 Ways to VA. And you can get that by going to aliciaavantandcompany.com forward slash B. A-V-A, and that's all ran together like it's one word, B-A-V-A. So aliciaavantandcompany.com forward slash B-A-V-A. And that will give you this free list of 300 ways to VA. Take this list of 300 possible ways to provide services to business owners as a virtual assistant, and you can find great, great skills that you probably already have that you can market to businesses, business owners, bloggers, and those sorts of things to begin your VA business today if you haven't already done so, or it may give you some ideas about new services that you can provide. I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode and that you'll come back to us next week. I would love for you to share it with your friends, and I thank you for listening.